discussed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And good morning and Happy New Year to everybody, to everyone. We are in a new year, 2023. In Romans 16:20, the Apostle Paul said, And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. We have now left two of the two of probably the worst years uh, in recent history. What is 2023 going to be like? Is it going to be things going to settle out or settle down, mellow out? Um, well. I listened to MSM, MSN, they're giving their predictions, Bloomberg, everyone predicting. And uh, there is, most of these, these uh, government agencies are predicting that the government's going to be able to get a hold on the, um, the, the economy, and I don't think so. But anyhow, 2023. We believers, either way, are in a battle. We are in a war. I was uh, going through scriptures last night, and there was a word, muster. Or mustard, mustering in the sense of gathering uh, nations together for war. Well, it appears as if the nations are mustering their armies for the coming wars that will take place in the time in which we live. In the Scripture, uh, King David and eventually the children of Israel. There was uh, the seasons where they would have to muster the troops for war, number them, to go through the ranks and select the men who were to, to go into the initial battles. 
And uh, today, God is also... The, the nations are mustering their armies for war. It is the same with God. God is mustering His armies for the coming conflicts that uh, the Bible says would take place in the time in which we live. The Lord is going out through His family and He's looking. The Spirit is searching the hearts. There is a battle coming and there are the initial members of the body of Christ who are engaged have been engaged, will continue to stay engaged in the conflict, the big spiritual conflict that the churches of God are presently in. All of the churches of God, all seven churches exist presently. And the, um, the third church, which would be the Orthodox churches in Central Asia, and uh, Eastern Europe, Central, Euro uh, uh, Central Europe. The Orthodox churches, the church in Pergamos, war has begun in their area. They are, they are centered in a region, though they're international, the heart of Orthodox Christianity is in Central Asia. The wars, their wars as a body of believers, they are once again, the attack of the enemy of God is on the Orthodox churches in Poland, Romania, Russia, Ukraine, all of those nations. Yes, it's a war against nations, conflicts, NATO nations, non-NATO nations, but really, this, the strategy of Satan is to destroy the Christian people in Ukraine, in Romania, in Poland, in Russia, in those eight nations. We see it as war between country and country. Poland, Hungary, Kosovo, Serbia, but... From God's perspective, this is a war, this is a satanic strategy to put Christian people that are in the military fighting other Christian people in the other in the militaries of the other nations. This strategy took place in this country in, in, in the Civil War. It was a war against the North and South. It was a war for pro or against slavery. It was many things. But from a biblical point of view, from the Christian perspective, it was the Christian believers in the South and the North. There's where the tragedy was. Christians being loyal to their, their area, their, their beliefs, killing other Christians. And history doesn't present it that way. It's the North, the South, the issues. But 
It is Christian against Christian. The Civil War in this country destroyed or, or affected Christian families on the north and the south. And it was hard to see the reason, the real reason behind why we had the Civil War uh, other than the, the um, issues of that time. Well, there's civil war coming again. Christians against Christians. It is coming. And Satan's strategy is always to find ways in which to cause conflict within the Christian community, within the family of God. It's an old strategy. It's evident in the Old Testament that the children of Israel, eventually the children of Israel were, there was conflict between the families. There was one time when all of the families almost destroyed one of the families of Jacob. Almost destroyed that family of Jacob. But that was a strategy to change history, to change Bible prophecy. And it was taking place in the Old Testament. <clears throat> and once again, it's going to happen in this country. And it's happening in many, many different ways. One of the strategies is... Excuse me. It, the strategies is... Uh, you have seven churches. Each of these seven churches have, has a different personality. The church in Thyatira, the Catholics, they have a different system, religious system, than those in Pergamos, the Orthodox churches. The churches in Sardis, the Lutheran churches, there's a difference in their eulogy and all their religious uh just as a religion, they have their laws. But all seven churches are Christ's. Then you have the seventh church, Laodicean church, the Evangelical Churches of America. The family, these, these seven churches, these families have their differences in the way they worship conduct in the... In the uh, we Laodiceans... We are much freer than the other churches. We're not so rigid in, in our mass or in our times of worship. They have mass. We have celebration. So there is a, a, a war coming on all seven churches. This will be a world war. It will be the, the Satan and his children destroying the family of God through wars, through divisions in doctrine. Uh, the Catholic Church presently is basically in a not-so-subtle way stating that it is the church, the big brother, that is going to unite all the religions of the world. But as a Christian church,
church as one of the seven lampstands, we, the Catholic Church is not to unite all the religions of the world because not all the religions of the world are Christ-centered. And the Pope wants to unite Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam with the body of Christ, with, with one of these churches. And the Roman Church has taken the uh, lead to do, to bring these, not just the Christian family together, but occult religions into one world religion. This is what would happen. It's clear in the scriptures. This would happen in the days prior to Christ's return where you would blend, just like with Constantine, blending the true believers with the world. There was a blending. There was a mix. And it was a successful strategy. And you, the Christian people, wed themselves to the world. And the world would accept that. And the Christian people of that time did accept it. Constantine was successful in, in that one strategy. Well, that strategy didn't go away. It still exists today. But now the Catholic Church wanting to bring all religions under the same umbrella of Christian faith. It can't work. Oil, oil and water, you cannot mix them. You can't. And God won't allow it. God won't allow His... The Catholic Church, as uh, corrupt as it has become, and for the Catholics out there, you have to study history with the Spirit of God revealing to you what you need to see. As a former Catholic, I didn't like anybody attacking the Catholic Church. But one day, the Holy Spirit... He broke that hold and that power of the, the allegiance to Catholicism, not knowing the depth of the evil within the Catholic Church. All I know is the Holy Spirit broke it. And the way he broke it was I have an aunt that was a nun. And she had spent her early years in, uh, up in the Midwest, I'm trying to remember the name of the city where they have the, where the nuns, they have their where they're trained. But she came home, just a young woman in her early 20s, late, late, early 30s, and she mentioned to my grandmother and my mother and my aunt one afternoon that the theologians had been studying the Bible and they did not believe that there was a devil. Something in me actually snapped. And my mother, grandmother, and my aunt, and my uh, two aunts, they heard it. Something in me snapped. You could hear it. It'd be like taking a dry branch and just snapping it over your knee. They literally, physically heard it. I heard it ring throughout my body. To my, It just rang in my head. And I looked at my aunt and I said, if that's the case, sister then the Catholics can go out and drink, they can commit adultery, they can do any manner of sin, and 
there's not going to be any consequences. There's no devil, so do whatever you want, because there'll be no punishment. My mother scolded her, my aunt scolded her, and my grandmother finally had the last say. And she told my aunt, I didn't raise you this way. I never raised you this way. Don't believe what they say. They say there's no devil. You know there is a devil, a Diablo. You know. And But that day, from that day forward, that ended my... I was a member of the Catholic Church. But that day, that God used that incident to break me of the power and the hold of Catholicism on my life. Now, does that mean that Catholicism isn't, is not one of the seven churches, one of the lampstands? It is. And there are many Catholics who will never leave the Catholic Church. That is the church that God has called them to be members of, members in, to worship in. And God will protect them with all the idolatry, the Marian worship, with all the evils within the Catholicism. It's just like Lutheranism, same evils, the Orthodox churches, uh, the, 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 the uh, clergy laity, the clergy takes the lead, the laity just follows. Within Lutheranism, with forms of, of the Philadelphian uh, 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 ways of worship, within Evangelical Christianity. There are evils in all seven churches, but they are still God's lampstands. There are those within Thyatira, and the word is, to those that have not known the deep things of Satan. What kind of talk is that? The angel talking to Thyatira. To those within that system that have not known the deep things of Satan. It's in the scripture. One thing about the Catholic people, they don't read the Bible. The only scripture they get is what the priest will say in two or three or four minutes on Sunday. That's it. In the last 30, 40 years, more, more Catholics read the Bible, but still not that, not, it's not a, a, a uh, strength of the Catholic people. Not a strength reading the scripture. They prefer to listen to what the priest says. Well, their souls, they're responsible for their own soul. Every believer, we are responsible. We are to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't say that let the priest work out your salvation. Let the pastor work out your salvation. Let the rabbi work out your salvation. I have friends who uh, were evangelical Christians who eventually realized they were found out they were Jewish and they they switched over one of the the men became a rabbi we are to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling not the rabbi not the priest not the pastor but with that incident that took place that afternoon on uh, during the summer it something snapped in me well, I didn't realize until years later that I was raised in the Catholic Church and the qualities, the great, wonderful qualities that I received in the Catholic Church remain with me. 
the Ten Commandments and a, a real reality, a realization that there is a God, a realization that I was a sinner, that I had to repent from my sins, I had to confess my sins. Well, I used to go to the priest on Saturday night for confession. One day I went in and was trying to remember all my sins. I should have had a piece of paper and maybe 500 pages of paper and, and a eight or nine pens. That's how sinful we are. And I had been reading the New Testament. I had been born again, but I was still Catholic, but I'd been born again. I, uh, sitting there thinking about what I was going to tell the priest in, in the confessional, and a verse came to me. You need to tell no man, confess your sins to your Father who is in heaven. And I never, ever went to confession again. From that day forward, I obeyed what the Bible said. I confess my sins to God himself, just between the two of us. And he washed away my sins. I didn't need to say ten Hail Marys, three Our Fathers, and a good act of contrition. I didn't need to do that any longer. I was I had Christ to wash away my sins. But God called me out of the Catholic Church into a new experience, which is the evangelical Christian experience. He called me out of the Catholicism, the fourth church, into the seventh church, the evangelical churches of America. And it was in, once I became a Christian, and once I made that decision, it could no longer uh, protect evil in, the, in Catholicism, then I realized that, that uh, I had freedom that to preach the gospel, to talk to people about the Lord, to pray with people. And then eventually I end up in a, in a very... A very wonderful assembly of young believers my age, 50-50, some older, but mainly between 18 and 28, 50%. And that's where the Lord, he, he, he uh, that's where I went, that's where I had my church upbringing. But it was in the evangelical churches, deep Bible study, deep prayer, prayer in the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with uh, people that were that were fervent for Christ. Uh, we didn't we didn't uh, idolatry. We anything that we that had our heart was concern, considered to be idolatry, and we left it. Our flesh. We we learned to to deny the flesh, to take the power of the Holy Spirit, to fight the temptations. The Lord, had, I had been called out of one of the lampstands to labor in another lampstand. I had labored in Catholicism. I was faithful, to, uh, faithful in Catholicism. But then the Lord moved me, relocated me into the evangelical churches of America, charismatic, Pentecostal churches of America.
Uh, also, I have to say Messianic because I did spend quite a bit of time with people that are Messianic, small groups, to know this great family of God, to see how diverse God is in the way that He trains His people and how He, some people function perfectly in Catholicism. That is where they're called to. Others are lifelong Lutherans. They don't know how to worship any other way. Some in Orthodox, the church, Orthodox churches. My uh, wife's family, they are Greek Orthodox. And it's a, it, in many ways, it is a very, very powerful religion. So... We're going to be back in just a few minutes. This is the present, the present truth. I'm sorry. I had the program during the week. This is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be back to continue in a few minutes. This is Mark Call, host of the Come Out of Her, My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. 303-888-8891. Hi. This is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. And our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. 
Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Oh. Okay, as we go into the next part of the program, uh, my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The podcasts are archived at KHNC. 1360, I'm sorry, 1360khnc.com. I was Catholic, but from my calling, I couldn't function in the Catholic Church. I had uh, cousins. I had thought when I was young that maybe I'd like to be a priest. And, uh, but that cannot happen. Uh, There are requirements within Catholicism for those that are going to be priests or nuns. The reason my aunt became a nun is because my grandmother, the family was a big family, a well-known family, popular, well-known in Longmont. And uh, they had favor in the Hispanic community with the the priest there at St. John's uh, Catholic Church. And so because of that, That gave, uh, my aunt had an advantage to be chosen to be a nun. She was sent to the convent there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, right in that vicinity somewhere. But she was called to that. And after I became a believer, I, I I would, with the aunts and uncles that were Catholic, I didn't have the realization, the revelation yet, that that there were not there was not just one church. The Catholic Church always said that it is the only church, the true church. It took a while for me to realize that it's only one of seven, and that it was not the main church, the most powerful church. It was the biggest. It was not even the oldest. Orthodox churches are older than the Catholic Church. They were the, Greece, the, the churches in Greece before the churches in Rome came into existence. But that's not how the Catholic Church will present the history to the Catholic people. It is the biggest church internationally. It is one of the older churches. It is in the Bible. The Catholic Church is the in the uh, second, in Revelation chapter 2, it is the Fourth church, Thyatira. And then the evangelical churches are in Revelation chapter 3, Laodicea. So the Lord knew I couldn't function in my calling in Catholicism. So 
He relocated me into evangelical Christianity. This is how calling takes place. There are some of friends who were Lutheran, and they met the Lord, and they left the Sardis Church, Lutheran Church, and are members now in the evangelical churches of Laodicea. So many Christians, or many people from these older churches, Lutheran churches, Orthodox churches, my wife again, they're raised Orthodox, but she's born again. She is actually relocated into the evangelical churches. And there are some that become, that they leave Catholicism, Lutheranism, whatever, and they are Protestant, any type of Protestantism, Presbyterian, whatever it may be, and they are in the Laodicean assemblies. And then, in a funny way, they may go back to their original, where they originally began, in the Lutheran church, or Catholicism, or whatever. But with a new experience, a deeper experience, a reality that they didn't have outside. They didn't have when they left these churches, when they became born again, when they had experiences of the Holy Spirit, then the Lord will take them back into the Catholicism. I have friends that say, we, I will always be Catholic. You cannot change me. He's married to a, a sister who is evangelical. It's a very tough relationship. He will never leave Catholicism. She can never go back to Catholicism. It's very difficult. But the two of them together have worked it out. Still difficult. It's like that, like Paul said, you know, we don't want to be unequally yoked. You know, like, like in marriage. One of the most important things in marriage is for the individuals, male and female, to be equally yoked because it just takes so much pressure off one or the other as time goes forward into the future. Having an unbeliever that doesn't know Christ with a believer you're unequally yoked. It can be very, very difficult. It's going to take grace on the part of the believer and some just understanding on the part of the non-believer. But it can work with God involved. Now, we are not born with a knowledge of God. We are not... Well, we, we have a, a sense... And we may know as young children, by, from what people tell us, by the way that the Holy Spirit works with us. But generally, for the most part, when we get older, we actually are uh, vile creatures. We don't have, we don't care for God. We don't necessarily want to serve God. We we want to be left alone to do what we do. Now, in the book of Proverbs chapter 30. The words of Agur, son of Mecca of Massa. The man says to Ithiel, to Ithiel, and to Ukal. So, this, these uh, individuals would really be you and I. We're being spoken to. And uh, in the uh, way it, that it's put in the study Bibles, it says that that it, 
it's hard for man to explain, to present to people who don't have the Spirit of God is hard, on their mind. It's hard for people to present God in a proper way. It, wear, it wearies them out. And it exhausts these individuals who try to find ways to explain to individuals who God is. It can be wearisome. It can wear you out. Verse 2 I am the most stupid person. I am a dullard. I am a brute. I have no understanding. I have not learned to be wise. And really, all of us, before we meet Christ, we have to say this is our condition. We are, we are brutes. We are dullards. We are uh, ignorant. We think we're intelligent. We think that we have a good grasp on life. But God will take us to a point where, put us in a position where we realize, I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I've made decisions to go here or there. I, but we're still dullards. I have no understanding. I have not learned to be wise. The, the most brilliant people, it doesn't mean they have any wisdom at all. Brilliant people making mistakes, losing their fortune, uh, de destroying their marriages, uh, <clears throat> uh, abandoning their children, works both ways. We don't know how to be wise. Then he says in verse 3, I don't know much about God. We have to say that we didn't know much about God until we actually met Christ. And then things began to change. But today, I hate to say, but the truth is, there are many who have been believers and they still do not know much about God. This is the apostasy that the Apostle Paul said would take place at the end of the world. Apostasy is basically one of the ways you can define it. Knowing that you have a relationship with the eternal God, but you don't know how to nurture that relationship. You don't know how to use that relationship with God Almighty in a proper way. Uh, God Almighty is just someone who protects you and blesses you with financial things, rewards, things that excite you. A nice home, whatever. He's just like the genie in the bottle. He's there when you need help. But once you're helped, once you're out of your distress, uh, you abandon him, you leave him, and you know he's there for the next hardship. Apostasy. You don't know much about God. You've been believers for years and years, and you don't know much about God. Even if you have become a believer one year ago, if you haven't studied the Scripture, if you haven't been in a situation where there are people around you that are godly, you're not going to know much about God. It's a discipline to, once you're saved, to begin to look for tr tr little, little indicators that God is around. When I first met the Lord, I began to look at everything because I'm thinking, well, 
or his son's name. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 4. What be, D, what is his name or his son's name? Tell me if you know. Tell me if you know. The progression from stupid, dullard, brute, base, to all of a sudden, the highest thought that any man could have. Who can go to heaven to bring Christ down? What is his name? What is his name and what is the name of his son, if you know? Now, we believers, we have an advantage. We have a great advantage in life in every way. We have the wisdom of Almighty God if we will ask Him for that wisdom. We have forgiveness of every sin, every sin, not mortal or venial only. I'll use the old Catholic thinking. Sin is sin. There are consequences, different consequences for different sin. Murder and theft, two different things. The consequences, the gravity of the consequences, as far as in, as far as it as is in a court of law, is the gravity of murder is much more severe than the gravity of theft. Mortal sin, venial sin, in a sense. There, are, there is no such thing as a sin that cannot... Well, there's only one sin that cannot be forgiven. Deny the Holy Spirit. Blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Tear up your ticket to eternity. Once you do that, once you've torn up your ticket to eternity and you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, it won't be forgiven. Not in this age, not in the age to come. Every individual has a ticket waiting available for eternal life. That is, by receiving the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ came in the flesh, but now He's a life-giving Spirit. And upon receiving Him, you have eternal life. We have Almighty God and um, access to Almighty God, but we shouldn't be a dullard. We shouldn't be simple. We'll be right back. Life Choices has a donor challenging you to match their gift of $20,000 for life. Help continue the mission of rescuing the unborn and giving them a chance to fulfill their destiny and rescuing men and women from a lifetime of regret. Go to lifechoices.org forward slash donate or text to give at 503-300-5433. Make a difference for life. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. 
I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money, and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com I'll be home for Christmas. Do you need to get over the hills and through the woods to grandmother's house this holiday season? If so, call Mile High Cruise Planners at 970-578-9779, and their professional travel team will get you to your holiday destination. For your last-minute holiday travel plans, call 970-578-9779, or contact them online at milehighcruiseplanners.com. Well, we're finishing out the first hour. My contact information is... Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. And uh, I'll be back for Hour 2 and Hour 3 following. The, the, um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit... I can refer to them as this way. Theology is the knowledge of God as Father Creator. Doctrine is the knowledge of His Christ and experience and all that was presented about God, uh, the plan that God had with man. And then the Holy Spirit, the responsibility, the big responsibility of the Holy Spirit is to give us the revelation concerning the Father and revelation concerning Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit, the duty of the Holy Spirit also is to reveal to His children everything that surrounds a, a prophecy. Prophecy for each generation 
for each period of time from the time of Christ to the present. And prophecy will, um, the, the knowledge and understanding and the revelation that, that surrounds prophecy will be opened like never before, like through, through time, like it will develop, open, and the revelation will come in the very end of the period of time where the Holy Spirit is working with His born-again people. And at the end of that period of time, at the uh, harvest, when the children of God, Christ, the children of God should be mature, this is when all of the greatest insight into Bible prophecy will occur. The Bible prophecies will touch the world, Israel, and the body of Christ. And we are in that final period of time where eventually there comes to an end to the prophecies that pertain to our time. The end of these prophecies are on the day that Christ walks through the gates in Israel and is anointed king. That time is coming. And between where we are today, here at the first day of 2023, this year, I believe, is going to be worse than 2022. It will be worse for the believers. It will be harder, a hard, hard, more, a greater hardship for believers. And I'm going to discuss this in the second hour, but I want to just leave. Uh, for many that are leaving, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. 2021, 2022 were hard. 2023 will be harder. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez. Hey, folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hey everyone, as I meet and talk with more of you, I'm learning that most of you rely on holistic and natural modalities to keep yourselves healthy. I'd like to introduce you to a 24-year technology from Europe that's available right here in the U.S. This device that you can use in your home helps increase blood circulation in 74% of our bodies and provides many health benefits for people and animals. Some of you already know about it. Call me at 970-515-6882 to learn more and schedule a complimentary session. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. 
Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsAndParts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. A soldier in Afghanistan whose neck had been deeply sliced by shrapnel had a pressure bandage applied for several hours, but no clot had formed. The pressure bandage was removed, bleed stop was applied, and within two minutes the bleeding had completely stopped. Bleed stop. Safe in the wound? Find bleed stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the bleed stop button at the top of the page. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out, that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. 
views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And welcome back to those that are returning for the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. And welcome for those that are just tuning in. Those that are uh, dropping off, don't forget, if you're going to assembly, uh, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. The uh, Lost Lonely Boys, Young Catholic Men, like I stated in the last hour, God gets to choose which of His seven churches we are going to be members of. Are we going to be Catholic? Are we going to be Lutheran, Episcopalian, Anglican, Orthodox, Evangelical? In the Evangelical churches, has God called you to the Pentecostal churches? Has He called you to the uh, fundamental churches? Baptist of the thing, uh, churches of that nature? Has he called you into the Messianic movement? I was Catholic. He called me out of Catholicism. I couldn't function there. I couldn't minister. I couldn't pray for people. I could pray for people from a distance. But you cannot replace the work of the priest. And then I God called me out because of Marian worship. I had always had a problem praying to Mary. That was just a God thing. Uh, with the idols. With the uh, idolatry. God called me out of that into the evangelical churches. And what did I find in the evangelical churches? Idolatry. Oh, what is in the Greek churches? Idolatry. How about Lutheran churches? idolatry. You see, Satan is cunning. In all of the seven churches of God, there will be the same old playbook, idolatry, sin of every manner, whether it be alcoholism, you name it. But each of these seven lampstands has a different way of worship. They have just different... Uh, you know, Catholicism, you can go to the Catholic Church and you can go to the Lutheran Church. Two different practices. The practices are different. But God still calls some individuals 
to these lampstands depending on where he feels they're going to mature. But in every lampstand, the objective of God is that his children know him and his children learn the ways of God, holiness, righteousness, no guile, that whatever sin, whatever the sins may be, that they will overcome these sins through the power that is in the Holy Spirit and the having your sins washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. We hear this term over and over and over, the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, for the new, the new uh, convert, the forgiveness of sins is so dynamic. I remember when I first was a, a young believer, the fact that my sins were forgiven was uncomprehendable. My sins, all my sins are forgiven. God forgave my sins. Now, I, had, I would have problems with people. Well, I have to, you know, try not to intentionally sin. And there has to be this matter of uh, asking forgiveness, which is very difficult for some people to do. But if we offend people, once we become believers in Christ, uh, we have our conduct. We have to be like our Father in Heaven. We offend people. We have to ask them to forgive us. And if uh, they offend us, we just pray. We, we don't hold it. We forgive them. Whether they forgive us or not, it's irrelevant. We must forgive. And uh, you can, uh, regard, you know, Different situations where we're mistreated, things happen. We need the Holy Spirit to give us the strength to forgive. And there is power, power when we forgive. The great power that the Holy Spirit gives us is uh, just, we have to experience it. Now, these boys, they're Catholic. I don't know if God will ever call them into the evangelical churches, but they are born again. They are godly boys. But that's where God has called them. And within Catholicism, some of the finest Christian people I've ever met. In the Lutheran churches, some of the finest Christian people I've ever met. In the Orthodox churches, the same. In the evangelical churches, because I spent so much time with evangelicals, all I can say is many evangelical Christians do not know the Christian life. They do not experience the Christian disciplines. They, uh, You wouldn't be able to see a difference between them and people that are just to the bar on Saturday nights best example I can give briefly there's no difference they don't have any growth they don't have any maturity they don't exhibit the virtues of the Holy Spirit but they are believers but they just haven't been in the places where I would hope they would have been to mature this is why you everyone listening the priest the rabbi the pastor, they are not 
the ones that are to work out the salvation for you. They are to help you, to assist you, to be godly, to present God to you, to present, present the scriptures to you. But you personally are required to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That is your responsibility. You cannot, uh, like with my family, I cannot work out the salvation for my children. They have to work out that responsibility on their own. With fear and trembling. In the evangelical churches, in the Catholic churches, in all seven churches, I see by studying the prophetic scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, the prophecies that pertain to Israel just as the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then you have the prophecies to the nations of the world directed just at them. The punishments or the blessings to them that have nothing to do with the blessings or punishments of Israel. Then you have the church of God. All the churches, all the lampstands. And the prophecies that are directed just at the churches of God. They are not directed at Israel nor the nations of the world. Just to the church. One prophecy. Judgment is going to come. Judgment must come upon the world. But that judgment will begin at the household of God initially. Firstly, to the Christian people, the Holy Spirit has been trying to get your attention since Donald Trump was, uh, uh, he was not allowed to resume office. I'm not getting political with you. I'm just telling you the truth. You'll know, understand it as years go by, maybe months or days. From that point forward, there was a curse upon this nation. There's always been a curse up to the time where Trump took his office the first time. You could tell the eye of the hurricane. I use that example. The presidents before, the administrations before Donald Trump, it was an increase into a experience of a hurricane coming upon a land. And the hurricane was getting very severe. But once Donald Trump took office, the eye of the hurricane hit. There was sunny weather. There were light winds. It was pleasant. But I told the audience on the present truth and on the, uh, all of, uh, and on the uh, open forum that once Donald Trump was removed or his time was over, the winds for the second half of the hurricane would begin again. They have begun. These last two years, you have seen the winds intensify as far as the curses upon this country. The people that don't know God may not understand what I mean by curses. What I mean by curses is God has beginning to lift his spirit off of, off of this nation in protection. Uh, and when he begins to lift his spirit, there is war. 
there is famine and there are hardships. In the last two years, with this present administration, the second half of the hurricane, which will not end the the end of this hurricane, the season for its end, the time of its end will be after the millennial kingdom, after the tribulation, the great tribulation is over, just prior to the period of time that we know as the wrath of God. This hurricane will continue through this country to the time of its destruction, right after the great tribulation is over. Then the punishment not to uh, the punishment of America will have been done will be over finished right after the tribulation within the next 30 days after the tribulation America there will be a resurrection there will be the catching up of God's people the calling up to the judgment seat of Christ we will be called come up here come up Time for you to leave the earth. Come up. And we will go and ascend. The dead in Christ raised. We raised with them. The judgment seat of Christ takes place. And then Babylon the great America will be judged. Then the judgments of the nations of the world will begin. The prophecies about the church the children, the family of God, of Christ, will be finished. They will have been finished. They, there will be no more prophecies for the body of Christ. There will be no more hardship. There will be no more persecution. There won't be uh, any hatred. There will be no brother against brother, mother against daughter, that in the church. It will be over. Now, the rest of the prophecies will be for the judgments on the nations and the severe punishment of the children of Israel who are still apostate and God calling them, still protecting them so that many can go into the millennial kingdom. But Israel will be punished to the point where uh, it will be like someone that has been buried and you can barely hear their voices calling out of the ground. Israel will be so, the, the, uh, the uh, judgments will be so severe. God will allow them. God allows the nations to punish his own children. He allowed it in the past with the nations when they would invade Israel and carry the children of Israel away. He allowed it then. He's going to allow punishment and hardship to come to them again in the time in which we live. You can love Israel, but you, as an individual, you have to see things through God's eyes. When His children uh, worship other gods, there must be sanctions. There have to be negative sanctions on, that, on those children. And though God allows the nations to punish them, to bring hardship to them, still they're God's children. He will... At one point, he will step in and punish those that have tried to overcorrect the children of Israel. And so the same with the church. 
God is going to allow three things to come upon the body of believers in His seven churches. This will be internationally, and then for the for the uh, church in Laodicea, the evangelical churches in America, it will be extremely severe because we live in the land of the coming Antichrist. This is His land. This is the, where He is to destroy the nations from this country using our military and our technology. God, the household, the the, the uh, judgment, the, the uh, trying to remember the verse. Judgment begins in the household of God. This is what is, in the last two years, many Christians have not been able to interpret the sign of what has, we've just gone through. They haven't been able to believe that we could be getting close to the tribulation, that, that we are actually in the years just before that tribulation period become, begins, that we in the body of Christ are not going to be taken out of hardship. We are going to be put in hardship so that we can be uh, matured. But Christians don't have that thinking. They feel, like their pastors have stated, many in this country, that we are the wilderness where the persecuted people are to flee to. America is that wilderness. That's one of the thoughts. Well, that is not true. We are a apostate church, the evangelical churches. We are apostate. Everything that is spoken by Paul about the apostasy and other prophets and by Christ, would there be any faith when he returns? No, because of, of apostasy. The abandoning of God, abandoning the knowledge of God, abandoning the reality of all that God is, and we believers of all people having a relationship with the very God of heaven, and not only a relationship at a distance, but He lives inside of us. And this is an advantage that we have that the children of Israel prior to the day of resurrection, or the prior, yeah, to the day of resurrection, that night is when the born again experience began in the world. Before that, the children of Israel only knew God objectively. And we, for 2,000 years, have the Holy Spirit in us to assist us with everything. With our, with our flesh, to have the uh, power of the sinful nature under, brought under control, to have our mind that is fallen with philosophies of men and doctrines of demons, to have our minds healed, to see what God has to say about the time in which we live, what He had to say about uh, Israel, what He had to say about uh, the time of the apost early apostles, then going all the way back to Genesis. We have an advantage that the world doesn't have. But to take advantage of that advantage, it takes a heart 
and a desire and a willingness to allow God to direct us, to counsel us, to speak to us. And in the last two years, I'm afraid many Christians are still perplexed. They're not, they're, they're thinking, something's wrong, but I don't quite, I don't understand it. Vision of the pastors of the land. If the vision of the pastors of the land is through their own eyes, if their vision is not the vision of the prophetic scripture of what Christ and the, apostles, the prophets and the apostles stated, stated would happen in the time in which we live, if they don't have the vision of current vision, that's the best way I can put it, if they don't have current vision, then they're the blind. And they are leading the blind. And they're both going to fall into unimaginable hardships. And the thing is, God will let them fall into those hardships. Well, God loves us. He does love us. That's why He has a uh, rod. He does love us. That's why the favorite word, no. Because we don't know ourselves. We should, but we don't. We don't know what we're capable of. This is why I think it was Paul said, Lord, be a guard to my mouth. Give me the words of my lips. I have to pray every day that the Lord guard my mouth, that He gives me the words of my lips, that uh, I have wisdom. You see, there are landmines out there, Christian people. There are landmines out there and if you don't know what the landmines are, you're going to get caught in the way that you're planning to spend or buy or maybe you're getting ready to switch jobs and you don't have the counsel of the Lord and you think, well, I've got an opportunity to, to take another a pro promotion. Pray. There have been many times when I've had opportunities and... I just had to pray because if these opportunities are not of the Lord, then it's not going to stand. I'm going to, I'm going to stand still and maybe go backwards, which you don't want to do presently. You don't want to go backwards. The indicator in what happened in the last two years is we are moving in a direction. All you have to do is connect the dots that direction is into hardship. It's into uh, more difficulties, into more sickness, uh, higher taxes, more expensive fuel, uh, less, less uh, freedoms. And many Christians because they're involved in assemblies, which I, I have no problem with that. I was involved with an assembly as the Lord desired, and it was perfect because I needed to be trained. But who is the one that has the right to direct you? And in these assemblies, sometimes you can put your faith and your hope and your trust in a group of people. 
But again, if the pastor doesn't have the vision for this current time, you better be careful. You better be careful. If the vision of the pastor is things are going to get better, that uh, God, if we pray, God will heal our land. That prayer for the Christians that pray that prayer for America, I'm going to tell you something. That prayer is Israel specific. We can borrow it, but it is a prayer that was given to the children of Israel for their land. And so to pray that the Lord is going to heal this land, when actually the scriptures say that he's going to bring increased judgment and hardship to this land, then you're praying in vain. He's not going to heal America. Christ now, His Spirit is upon individuals that are yielding, have yielded, that will yield to Him. He will not heal this land. So I'm going to break that lie on the minds of this listening audience. No, this land will never be healed. Punishment is coming to this land. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude, we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. 
No solicitation. Just like that. Buying or selling? Just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. You're listening to KHNC 1360 AM. Please join us Friday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. with Kevin LaRusso on Common Nonsense, sponsored by Tactical Civics. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. Okay, we're continuing. By looking, observing what happened, even during the uh, Trump years, if you could see the uh, way in which God was beginning to expose the evil within this country and the government, year to year, then with the election and the continued evil, and then the curse that began with the new administration. There is a, uh, I'm trying to think, I remember a friend that um, you he passed away about a year ago, Ron Perry. And he, as a young man, had gone to Korea to minister to some of the South Korea to minister to some of the uh, assembly, uh, assembly of God churches, I believe it was. And he had a unique situation occur where he met the sister of General Kim. And he prayed for her because she had had some uh, female problems for like 20 years. And he prayed for her, and the Lord healed her that day. The next day, he was uh, had been walking in some of the hills there in South Korea, and a limo, the limo, a, a nice limo came up the day before, and uh, it was it was General Kim's sister. Well, the next day, another limo comes. This one has the flags on the bumpers. It was General Kim, and he came up to thank Ron for praying for his sister because she was healed, and. He asked Ron, "So you came to, you came to uh, South Korea to preach?" And he said, "Yes." He said, "Are you preaching?" He said, "No, because I made an agreement with the assemblies, and they changed the agreement, and I told them I wouldn't preach." He says, "Well, do you want to preach?" And Ron said, "Yes. Anywhere I get the opportunity, I will. I will preach." And General Kim says, "Well, uh, I'm the head of all the Presbyterian churches." Would you like to? Would you preach in a Presbyterian church? He says, "Yes, I would." And he's General Kim asked him, "Well, when do you want to?" He said, "Preach." He says, well, "Anytime." He says, "How about tonight?" He said, "Perfect. You tell me where." So he began to preach in the pres the Presbyterian churches that General Kim oversaw there in Korea, South Korea. The hand, the sovereign hand of God. And he, in one of the meetings, he, the Holy Spirit, just gave him something to speak to the people there in the 
assembly. And he said back then they had a big a raised platform and there were like three or four pastors and then the speaker. And the, these pastors would sit behind on the, on the uh, platform. And he said, any nation that acknowledges God from positions of power, God will bless that nation economically. There will be, they will be spared from war. There will be no famine. It will be well with that country if they acknowledge the God of heaven publicly. Well, when he finished, the, uh, these, young, these pastors, I don't know if they were young, they came up and they said, well, Brother Perry, now did we understand what you were saying? You said that if we acknowledge God, you know, nationally, the leaders acknowledge God, we'll be blessed economically, we'll, we'll be free and spared from war, and there won't be famine in our land. And Ron said, yes, that's what I said. Well, they went and pulled it, pulled away, discussed it, came back. Now, a second guy says, another individual, asking the same question. So you're saying that if we acknowledge God in the halls of power, basically, God will bless our land economically, we'll be spared from war, and there'll be no famine? He goes, yep, that's what I said. A third time, third time he said, I was a little frustrated because I, I was trying to make myself clear, but they asked him the same question. And he said, yes, any nation that acknowledges God from the, basically the halls of power, that nation will be spared from war. Economically, it will prosper and there will be no hunger in the land for the most part. Well, that has happened to the very present. And the Christian population in South Korea, in their own way, are very devout. Uh, they live, their conduct is pleasing to God. Uh, some of their doctrines may be way out. They may be pretty far out. I, I know some of these people that were a big, the big, the big uh, pastors of that land, I wouldn't agree with their doctrine, but the people, the conduct, they're, they're good people. In this land, this is how God blesses nations. In this land, we were, because we acknowledged the Lord, the God of heaven, and His Son. We allowed Judeo-Christianity, freedom of religion, freedom to worship, we have been a very blessed nation. But now, according to the prophecies about the American evangelical churches in the book of Revelation chapter 3, the church in Laodicea, the prophecies state that God says to us that we are blind, naked, wretched, miserable, and poor. And what His Word says is true. We are a society of Christian people in the evangelical churches that are to a great degree dysfunctional. We have we are far from God. We have replaced God with idols. And it's not hard in this land, not hard in America, 
because it's easy when you have access to finances, you have a good job, uh, whatever it is you want, you have access to it. Idolatry in the evangelical churches, uh, in some of the churches, allowing a cult or uh, New Age teachings, uh, errant doctrine, philosophies of men, uh, you know, just like with Constantine, the church and the world meshed, they, they wed, they work together in harmony. But we have been called to be a people that are separated from the world. We live in the world. We do our business, our conduct in the world. We need what the world has to offer as far as some maybe education, food, whatever. But we are not to be caught in the trap. We're not to be caught in the, the uh, ways of the society, in the culture of the society. The culture is drugs are accepted. Uh, divorce is accepted. Uh, I mean, as far as the sex, sex end of it, now we see what is being forced to be accepted. We, we just can't have any part of that. We're an army. We're a great army. We're a great people. But we're at war with an invisible kingdom that is powerful, that has fallen angels and demons that are very powerful spirits. They don't sleep. They don't get tired. They will do everything to wear you out. Uh, young young people, immorality, uh, immoral, immoral conduct. I can't even begin. We're a great people. But because we churches in America, and now I have to include the Catholics, all the others too, in this country, because we have lost for the most part our uh, killing effect. We are to be the salt of the earth. We've lost that killing effect. And what has happened? Well, you have uh, decay. You have uh, sick, uh, spiritual sickness. Uh, you have just the decay of, of society in every area. We are supposed to be the light because we aren't the light that we once were. Well, the deeds of darkness, they descend upon the land. And pretty soon, whatever is accepted in the land, well, it's acceptable. We can do it too. That example is here, we're not to be involved with drugs. But now drugs are legal. Pot. Well, Christians think, well, now that it's legal, uh, it's okay. But what does the Holy Spirit say about it? These type of drugs, they, they let you let your guard down psychologically. You let your guard down spiritually. And when your guard is down, then you're open to even more type of compromise. 
you can compromise in, in more areas. We can't compromise. We're not to compromise. The flesh is the flesh. And the world is the world. We are a kingdom. We're a kingdom of uh, supposed holy people, righteous people. But I'm afraid, again, what this culture is has affected the evangelical people of this country to the point to the point where we are the fulfillment of what Paul the Apostle said. We are apostate. And the doctrines of many of the assemblies prove we are apostate. Uh, with the, the, the new, the, the new apostol apostolic reform movement. It's not new. It's been around for quite a while. Had a great, a great center in Colorado Springs. A thought briefly that we Christians are going to take over the governments of the world. Nationally, uh, state, county, local. And when Christ returns, we will hand the world to Christ as a present, as a gift. Lord, here are the nations. We hand the nations to you. This is apostasy. It is a false doctrine. The true doctrines concerning the evangelical churches in America is that we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be uh, divided. Father against son. Mother against daughter. We're a brother against brother. We're go there's going to be a hatred of Christians to Christians because the Christians that uh, believe in this new apostolic reform doctrine believe that they have the right, it is their duty to take over the churches as well as the cities of the world, to take over the churches and that they are the ones that are going to give the church direction. Well, what kind of direction are they going to give the church? Number one is that we are the great, powerful people of God and nothing can hurt, harm us. That uh, we can pray the angels, of uh, the fallen angels, we can bind them and throw them into the bottomless pit. That we have that type of authority where they cannot fulfill the plans that they have and we can bind them, we can bind the devil. Well, this is false prayer. This is false teaching. Uh, we can uh, arrest them and ask the Holy Spirit to, if He reveals to us what He wants us to pray, we can pray that. But just to go out and just start saying that we bind the spirit of sickness and nobody's going to die from COVID again? No, that's nonsense. We can pray for the individuals that the spirits, they be protected from spirits we can pray that and that God God will, through the, His power, heal them. Then with vision. If the pastors don't have the vision for this current time, then they don't see what's coming. They don't see what's coming up the road. In America... It's not going to get better. We have to, as believers, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have it. We have to pray, begin to pray. Well, Lord, 
if this ship is going to go out to treacherous waters, then I'm going to have to prepare psychologically. And this is exactly where I'm going to head in the coming weeks. We have to learn to pray for ourselves. We can have other people pray for us, but we have to learn to pray when no one else is around. If we're put in prison and there's no one around, we have to pray, learn how, and know how to pray for ourselves in faith. We have to pray that God strengthen us in our mind, psychologically, that we will be strong, that we won't, uh, what's the word, that we won't uh, break, uh, there's another word I'm looking for, that we were, that we will remain strong, that we can, no matter what, we, it will not affect our faith. That like the Christ prayed for Peter, Peter, I prayed for you that Satan, that your faith would not fail, because Satan has demanded that I turn you over to him to destroy, to sift you as wheat. And not just you, Peter, but all the other apostles too. And he said, strengthen your brothers. We have to pray for ourselves. We have to know how to pray. To pray and find God's will for everything that's happening with us individually. You're going to buy a new vehicle. I'm giving you just simple examples. You're going to buy a new vehicle. Uh, don't just buy it without praying. Pray. Pray. You're thinking, well, I'm just going to buy a certain brand because I've always had a certain brand. Don't assume that that brand is going to be the perfect vehicle for you. Pray. Pray. Be, be practical. If you're going to uh, have a surgery of some kind, don't just think, well, I'm trusting God. Trust God for sure. Definitely. But pray. Pray it all be covered. Pray that you're not going to be attended to by a doctor who's in the occult that could put a spell on you to curse you. Pray for protection. This is the world we're going into. Uh, my mother, my wife's mother, went into the hospital, and we prayed for her. We prayed, and it was a good, a successful surgery. But we forgot about MRSA. We forgot about the bacteria that these hospitals. The operating rooms are just loaded up with this type of stuff. We didn't think about praying for her to not catch some kind of a bacteria. The Holy Spirit will show us how to cover everything, but we need to cover ourselves with prayer. Don't be ashamed. King David wasn't. You shouldn't be either. We're going to be right back. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. Riley. 
Riley here from Saddle Up in Gilcrest, Colorado. We would like to invite you down to our small town store for all your holiday shopping. We have new and used saddles, horse tack, clothing, accessories, and more. We also offer gift certificates. We're located at 1003 Ash Street in Gilcrest, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. You can call us at 303-772-7821 or visit us online at saddleupcolorado.net. As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center, located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShow.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShow.com, 970-663-9101. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. One of the most important things and most powerful things that any Christian can do is learn to pray, to intercede. Don't just pray in your heart. Pray verbally. Pray pray out uh, in the open. I mean, you don't have to scream like on a, out in the open in the field, but pray when you need the Lord's help. Uh, if you're having a difficult time, I, I remember working for a company, and the uh, manager, the, the, the individual that I uh, had to account to, he did not like me. And he knew I was a Christian. And uh, eventually there came a day where I just had to pray. I don't know. It just, ooh, just something hit me. And I just said, Lord, I love this job. You brought me here. Um, But, Lord, either he goes or I go. Because I just don't want to, I'm not going to put up with his hatred of you. And and the attack on me is one thing, but he hates you. He, he, He uses profanity. I said, Lord, let me go, get me another job, or let him go. Just let me know. And it was simple, by a 30-second prayer, but I meant it. Oh, about a month later, nay, less than a month, I came in one day, 
And uh, I was, I uh, had a friend meet me there in the back room, and he said, hey, listen, uh, what do you need? I'll take care of it. Well, I thought that was kind of odd. Well, I realized a little bit later, I looked through one of the windows, and I could see this uh, manager just in tears. He was just, and I asked the other employee, what, what's going on? He said, no, none of your business, never mind. Here's your ticket, go take care of the next job. Well, about a week and a half later, I went in one day, and the manager, things turned around. And he, uh, I went in to give him a ticket, and he said, he says, well, he says, Rick, I want to tell you that, he says, it's really been nice knowing you. And I said, what? He said, yeah, it's been nice knowing you. He said, I've enjoyed working with you. His attitude had changed. I'm thinking, what in the world happened here? And he said, well, the management, we didn't see eye to eye on some certain thing, on some things. And I found another job up in Grand Junction. And so I'm going to, uh, my wife and family, we're going to move. I said, wow. Uh, he said, well, you knew, right? I said, no, this is the first I've heard. I, I didn't know anything about this. He goes, yeah, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. And I let everybody know I forgot. I apologize for not letting you know. I said, well, when's your last day? He said, tomorrow. Friday. I said, Al. Uh, so he said, well, it's been nice knowing you. And I said, well, Al, well, God bless you. And uh, I didn't know what to say. I was stunned. Prayer. Be careful what you pray. But if you know it's in the Holy Spirit, then you shouldn't be afraid to make your request known. Don't do it just in your heart. You have to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, I need this. I need that. I need protection, I need favor, or whatever it is you need. And then you pray by faith. And we are moving into that time where God's children, if they don't know how to pray powerful prayers, they're going to be victims. We're going to talk more about prayer in the next hour. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. 
We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, and does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. GodsPainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Hi, Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. 303-888-8891. Hey guys, it's Charlie Joe with Charlie Joe Chai. I went to India, I tasted real chai, I had to share the experience. Over 20 years ago, I was a barista and I went to work with an orphanage and that's where I first tasted the epiphany of flavor. We are featured in all the Ziggy's coffee shops and we're also online, charliejoechai.com. The best part is, we're now helping that orphanage in India and rescuing kids from the horrors of human trafficking. Order now using coupon code KHNC for a 10% discount. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. And our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. 
Hi folks, JD here, and I want to tell you about a new program being offered here at KHNC. We've got a limited number of one-hour time slots available on the weekends that we're going to offer to people who would like to have their own radio show. So if you've ever wanted to be on the radio, this is your chance. Give us a call here at the station at 970-587-5003. Again, that's 970-587-5003. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And greetings. Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree Lampstand uh, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The uh, podcasts for the programs are on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree Program for today. The first year of 2020. Three, the first day of 2023. The, uh, I began to say in the first hour that many people have made many predictions. Well, you can't make predictions if you don't know what the prophecies for the, our present time are, what the prophecies are. There are prophecies that are all going to take place very shortly. I'll mention some of them to you. Uh, One of the words is that, one of the prophecies is that Matthew chapter 24, there would be a time called birth pains, a season of birth pains and sorrows. And that brief period of time, it could take years, decades, but eventually, like any pregnancy, there comes a time right at the end of that pregnancy. And the pregnancy began when Israel became a nation. And from that time, we've been in what we would term a pregnancy. But at the end of that gestation period, you would have the beginnings of labor. The beginnings of labor would take place in the last decade. And this would be called the time of sorrows of birth pains. We are now in that time. 
the uh, gestation period that began with Israel becoming a nation once again is now at its end. Now something is going to be delivered into the world that the Bible says will happen. Daniel, the prophet, took uh, he talked about it. It is called the last seven-year period of time or the 70th week before Christ's return. And that 70-year that seven-year period of time, there would be prophecies in that time just for that time. They couldn't happen prior to. They must happen at the beginning and at the end of that time. Then there are prophecies. Once these prophecies are fulfilled in that seven-year period, then the prophecies after the tribulation, the great tribulation, then there are prophecies about that period of time after the great tribulation that will take place in the next 75 days. But the time of birth pains and sorrows, the years just before the tribulation, things that you would would make it evident that we're getting ready for tribulation. And many Christians now are waking up. They are beginning to realize we must be close to tribulation. Uh, the Antichrist, he has to be alive. We maybe don't know who he is, but he must be alive. The false prophet must be alive. The technology for them to carry out their, their miracles, their, these great signs and wonders, it must, that technology must exist, accompanied with occult power. Uh, the wars that are going to take place, there will be a time of rumors, but then there have to be the actual time of wars. Well, it appears as if we are in a time where we're ready, getting ready for China to invade Taiwan. Russia, possibly, the thought is that they're going to nuke some of the NATO nations. Uh, Ukraine, well, there may be that possibility, but I, I think that there's a greater prophecy that must take place that uh, Russia will invade Israel or will come down to the Middle East on the mountains of Israel, which will be present-day Jordan. I talk about this to the point where I, I'm afraid I'm being too redundant, but it's okay. It's going to come to pass. But that takes place at the beginning of the tribulation. The tribulation begins. Only one thing. There's just one event, if you want to call it an event, that starts the tribulation. We will know when the tribulation begins. Some Christians don't believe that we will know when the seven-year tribulation begins. Yes, the Bible says there will be something that happens in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. There is an agreement, a covenant with the coming Antichrist who will come from America, and he will make an agreement, sign a covenant, a, a, a treaty or a pact with the nation of Israel, and that will take place after Russia has been destroyed. It will take place after the Psalm 83 prophecy about Israel uh, going to war with the terrorist groups surrounding Israel and becoming victorious. 
and Israel will become a land of unwalled villages and a land that will be at peace, well then after that, then destruction comes. Russia with Iran and other nations will come to the present-day Jordan with the objective of moving into present-day Israel and taking over that land and controlling that society. That won't happen. That will take place after the agreement, I'm sorry, before the agreement, I'm getting ahead of myself. These two things, Israel taking out the terrorist groups and the war with Russia, take place in the time of sorrows, if I'm correct. And right now I feel strongly that the Russian war must be over before Antichrist signs an agreement with Israel. So this kind of gives you a sequence of what to look for. Now, when Israel is victorious, she will take over present-day Jordan, Petra, for the Jewish people that are going to come to that area. They have to have a place to go. They have, a, have to have a place to survive. And in present-day Petra or present-day Jordan, once Israel takes over that uh, real estate, Antichrist will not invade it. He will attempt to invade it at the end of the seven-year tribulation, at the end of the great tribulation, just before Armageddon, Antichrist, and probably when Antichrist goes in to destroy Israel, the body of Christ, the body of believers, will have been resurrected. There will have been the catching up, the taking away, or the calling to Messiah. After that, then Antichrist is going to attempt to move his troops to destroy the Jewish people in southern-day Jordan, which would be the area of Petra. Details. The details prove and validate that the Word of God was inspired by God and that He, in His sovereignty, was able to give the insight to men like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Moses. And these men could document what God had spoken to them and every word would be established. Every prophecy would come to pass. Nothing, nothing can be changed. Then in the New Testament, what Messiah said will come to pass. Who he said he was has come to pass. Uh, that the children of Israel, blindness would be upon their eyes, according to the Apostle Paul. It is true to this very day. The children of Israel do not recognize or understand or do they care about Jesus Christ or the Christian thinking? Well, because their eyes are, are blind. God said that they would be blinded, and they are. But they are still the people of God. He made promises to them, and those promises will be kept. Before the, tri before the tribulation begins... Just before, the great sign will be the destruction of Russia when Russia decides to come with these other nations to invade Israel. We in the church, right now, before even the 
Psalm 83 war takes place where Israel goes into Lebanon, Syria, destroys Damascus, moves into present-day Jordan, takes over the Gaza Strip, controls the West Bank. Before that happens, we believers, God is going to begin to call and put a, a mark and muster a group of believers in the body of Christ. I can only talk right now about, I, I, I should say, I can talk about all seven churches, but I'm going to focus on the seventh church, Laodicean churches, the evangelical churches of America. We are in the time now where the Lord is helping us to get in shape. He is warning us spiritually we need to begin to return to the Lord if we've been a, a, a distant. If we are near the Lord, don't, don't uh, get lax. If you're holy, stay holy. If you're righteous, stay righteous. If you're unrighteous, you need to turn, return to righteousness. If you're unholy, you need to turn to be holy. You need to turn to God to ask Him to help you. But we are in a time right now, and we have time to begin to spiritually uh, get some endurance, to work on our spiritual endurance. And at the same time, to psychologically, mentally, to look at what we have been through after Trump, at the time of COVID, at the time during the time of vaccinations, with the economic situation, with the housing crisis, the economy. These are signs to God's people. These should be evident signs to the children of God that there is something happening and the hand of God is involved in it. It is a warning. It is the Holy Spirit having to use outward signs to help you realize subjectively you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention. Not only pay attention, but then doctrine will always be vital. Theology will always be vital. Eschatology has always been vital, but eschatology uh, has been, you might say, uh, has always taken, has never been allowed to be part of the Christian thought. It's only for certain people. No. Theolo uh, uh, eschatology is for all of God's children. Just like doctrine is for all of God's children, it's just as important as doctrine. Theology, eschatology, doctrine are all three. All three are important. You have to have water. You have to have air. You have to have food. All three are important. If you, if you cut back on oxygen, it doesn't matter how much water or food you have, you're not going to make it. These three, theology, doctrine, and eschatology, the study and the knowledge of the end of the world, all three work together. They are part of Christ's teachings and even Revelation. The 
testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Prophecy proves that Jesus Christ is God and that everything he said would happen will happen perfectly. Perfectly. It's intricate. Everything, well, just like we are built individually with our DNA, everything is perfect. Prophecy will prove to the world that we, children of God, uh, are His people. We are God's people, and God has given us what He didn't give the other nations of the world. He gave us His Holy Spirit. And through His Holy Spirit, we can mature. Through His Holy Spirit, we have an insight into truth which offends the uh, natural mind. The, the uh, gospel of Jesus Christ is foolishness. Uh, the world, they don't want to talk about Jesus Christ. They don't want to hear anything about Jesus Christ. Why? Because they know in their heart that He is real. They know that He is God. And they know that their conscience knows that there's going to be Someday there's going to be an accountability. Eschatology, I just presented to you. We're in the birth pains, in the time of sorrows. We've been in the gestation period. But eventually the birth pains will begin to increase in the last 10 years. That's in Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24. I believe is a uh, miniature message about the last decade. And you can call it miniature. I think it's more than miniature. I think it did talk about the last 2,000 years, but I believe it was specifically Christ's intention was to talk about what would happen before the tribulation, which is in the last 10 years, the tribulation, a seven-year period, which would be in that last, last ten-year period, in that last decade, then he even talks about the sun, the moon, and the uh, sky. Uh, I'm trying to remember how he phrased it. How the stars, the sun, the moon, they're going to become dark. That's talking about the wrath period of time. The wrath of God after the tribulation. So in Matthew 24, there's a whole thought of prior to the seven, seven years of tribulation, the seven years of tribulation, and the period of time after, and the coming. I cannot be persuaded that we are not in the last decade. I have tried to think, well, I'm mistaken. I've tried, and the more I look, the more I watch the events taking place in the world, the news, the more I'm convinced we are in the last decade. One of the first things that's going to happen, I wonder if 2023 will be that time when the Arab world, the Islamic terrorists, 
will begin an attack, an all-out attack on Israel like never before. And Israel is going to have to respond like never before. Is this going to happen in this coming spring? Well, I'm just saying, it is going to come in the last ten years. And when it happens, it will be proof that we are in the last ten-year period of time. And when that war takes place, then the next major thing that will happen is Russia is going to come with Iran, Turkey, all the other nations that are spoken of in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and Ethiopia and Libya from North Africa. They all will come. That will be a major sign. And many Christians are going to believe that that is Armageddon. It is not Armageddon. It is seven years. The war with Russia takes place seven, roughly seven and a half years before Armageddon. Seven and a half years before Armageddon. That means that after the Russian war is over, the tribulation is just months away maybe. Could be just months away. Then the tribulation will start. The hardships that we're in right now, these are not hardships. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I shouldn't phrase it that way. These are difficulties. They're real. We can't ignore them. They are hardships. But the tribulation is going to be something different. It's going to maybe be a double hardship. And at the same time, in the first half of the tribulation, there is another phenomenon that is going to take place that the occult world has been dreading, has feared. Uh, the nations, the military leaders of the countries have feared. They know the Bible. And they're all interested to know what is this in, Le in Revelation chapter 11. What is, are these two witnesses? Who are these two witnesses? What gives them the power and authority to stand against Antichrist? What gives them a power and authority to stop the rain from coming down in the localities where they live? What is this? What is this mystery? Well, I've talked about this mystery in the last year, two years. Uh, actually, I've talked about this mystery from back in the 90s. Once the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see what it is. It is not two prophets. It is not two individual people. They don't have that kind of authority. Two individuals. They're too limited in lo location. These two prophets that bring torment to the occult world, to the nations. They are two corporate peoples, Hebrew and Gentile, 
that have met Jesus Christ. These two peoples are now one people. They should be one, but they're not. Jewish or Hebrew and Gentile, one natural born, another adopted into the plan of God through rebirth, one being Hebrew by lineage, but now born again with Messiah in them, the other, just the other group from the nations, but now upon receiving Jesus Christ, they are also the adopted family in the household of God. Two families, one natural born, one adopted, both sitting at the same table. All of the blessings are presented to them equally. Oh, no, neither one has an advantage with the Father, even though uh, one is Hebrew. No advantage to being Hebrew because all the blessings are afforded to the adopted son. The adopted son has to be careful because God still has his hand upon the elect, the children of Israel. But in the family of Christ, things have changed. Paul said that that uh, all things were worthless. They were dung. Christ was everything. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Podcasts. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Are you done with the Democrats and the Republicans and with criminals running and ruining everything? Are you tired of the millions of unconstitutional laws they've created and foist upon you? How about all the crimes they get away with regularly that go unpunished? Is your vote even going to count the way you intended it? If you're done with these games and want the Constitution actually enforced for real, then join us at tacticalcivics.com. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Training Group at AllAmericanGold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger. 
while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. Edward Bernays, Propaganda, 1928. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Okay, one more 30-minute period of time, roughly, will be done for today. Uh, my contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcast for the program are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree Ministry site. Also, I have the Present Truth through the week, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. And podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com. Uh, thank you for your prayers. I really need prayers. I thank you for prayers. They're vital. I thank you for your financial help. Thank you. I appreciate all that you do. And thank you very much. Now, I was saying, talking about prayer, and what I'm presenting is that we're not going to return to the days of ease that we used to have. Month to month, there's going to be uh, increased um, discomfort. And the real discomfort will begin on the first day of the tribulation period. And immediately on that first day, there will be the children of God that God is mustering, that He is calling, that His Spirit is upon, that uh, they are being uh, readied for the great spiritual battle to take place against the Antichrist because on that day when an American president signs this agreement with the nation of Israel I wonder if it will be Benjamin Netanyahu when that day takes place we are who are looking we will know that the tribulation has begun that is the only sign we have been given in the scripture that starts the tribulation. Nothing more. Many Christians believe we are in tribulation. We're not. That we're in the seven years already of tribulation. We are not. We are in the time of birth pain and sorrows. Two things have to happen before the tribulation begins. Israel has to have the war with its enemies and be victorious. Take over present day Jordan 
Russia has to be destroyed with the other nations that come with Russia. Then I think after that, then shortly, Israel will be uh, ready psychologically to sign an agreement with this coming king, this coming ruler. And probably, as I've looked at this through the years, I think that the reason Israel will be will want to sign this agreement is because America will be the the real ruling world power and Israel knows that America has always had its sight on that land on the Mediterranean. America has always had plans, motives for occupying Syria and that's just a little bit too, makes Israel a little bit too nervous. Because when you have empire, a great nation that now has no competition, not even China, then what will happen is it's going to make Israel nervous. And I think Israel, the purpose of them signing this agreement will be along this line. We, Israel, want to make an agreement with you, America, Promise us, now that you are the great power of the world, we want to make an agreement. Promise us that you will not invade and take over Israel with your agendas for ruling the Middle East. Promise us you won't take over present-day Israel. I think it's going to be, to some degree, that'll be part of it. Might be much more. And Israel will be psychologically... They will know as a nation, the only nation that they do not have any uh, protection against is America. They'll have no protection against America. But America is already known that America wants to take over and occupy the Middle East. They've been trying to do it through Syria. But eventually, Antichrist will move our system of control into present-day Israel. Israel wants protection. That agreement, when it's signed, is called the Treaty of Death and Hell in Isaiah 28, verse 15, 16, 17, and 18. That is a treaty. It is a marriage agreement between Israel and America. Uh, I know that I'm going to, in the future program, not too, too far off, I'm going to give you all the documentation. One program, I don't know if it'll take three hours. I've done it already. I did it in 2007 in Las Vegas, Nevada. I presented all the documentation. I presented the history. I presented everything. I'm going to do it again. I did it back then, and it has been tested uh, it has been <clears throat> been tested, and it's a, it's a good. It was a good word. I'm going to give it again, but now this time, the scenario has different. In 2007, you didn't have Russia invading Ukraine. You didn't have World Economic Forum getting ready to bring a digital currency into existence. You didn't have China. Uh, occupying Hong Kong 
and now ready to occupy Taiwan with his eyes on South Korea, with her eyes on Japan, with China, with the eyes on all of the Asian sisters, and a president of China right now that is young and is so powerful, he, his power exceeds that of Chairman Mao. He's much more powerful than Mao ever was. Uh, and he is, Chairman Mao was working with the American government. Uh, Xi Jinping, yep, there are governments work together. But Xi Jinping learned the lesson of what happened with Mao when China was controlled by America. It's not controlled by America now. China is hostile to the nations of the West, and increasingly the nations of the West are become ho becoming hostile to China. Once Russia is gone, America at that point will have sole military, great military power, will have no enemies, Russia will be gone, just China. And we have the technology to, if we want, to restrict China to the ground, not keep her out of the air and uh, keep her off the oceans other than for trade. Maybe. This didn't exist when I presented this agreement in 2007. The present day scenario did not exist. Uh, America, you know, controlling Europe always did, still does, and the NATO nations, NATO has expanded. 2007, it wasn't what it is today. The view and the vision of the pastors of this nation, it is God, speak, God speaks through through vision, and that vision is given to men that God ordains to have it. And if the pastors of the land uh, aren't knowledgeable about eschatology, they won't be able to present the vision for our time to their assemblies. And that is the case. The pastors of the land are not able to present to their assemblies the greatest apostasy that has taken over the evangelical churches of America. They're not aware of it. They don't believe it. They think that church is church and church is of God. Well, uh, Christ even said that, that many of these churches, the men in the responsible positions are not called by Him. They're not called by Him. They are called by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, flesh and the will of blood, not called by God. This is the case in America. This is why the apostasy would take place. It is a fascinating, fascinating history going back to the early 60s when the Jesus movement uh move of God took place in this country. I believe it was like a 16-year period of time, starting in like 1961, ending in like 1976. 
It began with John F. Kennedy, a Catholic president. I believe it ended that Jesus movement came to an end with the election of Jimmy Carter. I have reasons to believe that spiritually from a spiritual perspective. I believe that that 16-year period of time, these people, the baby boom generation in that period, this was the move of God internationally with that group of people in the United States of America. That move would spread to Europe, to other countries, but it was centered in the United States of America. The reason is because we had freedom of religion, freedom to worship, freedom of press. We had freedoms like the other nations didn't have. Russia, you could not, uh, in the early 60s and 70s, you could not have any kind of movement like it in Russia. But in Russia, probably in the mid-70s, there was a move in Russia, in the old Soviet area, that began and Christ moved out, then into Africa, then into South America, into Mexico. But the Jesus movement in America to the baby boom generation was unique. It was a move of God. It had a time span, a lifespan. Uh, it was time sensitive. It ended with the election of Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter brought a, uh, a spirit upon this country that changed things. He's not even, at that time, he could not prove that he was a true believer in Christ. He is a, um, I don't know he's born, if he's born again or not. I don't think so. He's a social, his strength is social gospel. It's just a social gospel. Doing good. Doing good. It's an old plan out of England back in the 1800s. Uh, we do the things of Christ. We feed the poor. We help the poor. We uh, help the, the in whatever way we can. We feed, we help, we clothe, we build. Social gospel. And everybody believes because Carter has that kindness that it's Christ. No. No. It can be deceiving. Good. There, are, there are men of righteousness in the body of Christ that are Satanists. And they're deceiving people because they're preaching a righteous word. The Jesus movement ended in 76. But in the Jesus movement, something happened that most people ignore. In the Jesus movement, many Hebrew people came to Christ. This was not directed just at baby boom generation children in America, Americans. It was the Holy Spirit directing salvation to Hebrew children in Orthodox uh, Judaism. Jewish people had to be brought into a plan for our time. And the way they were brought in is through the Jesus movement move. And at the same time, millions of other young children. 16-year period. And it really changed America. At the same time that it came in, there was a counter move by the occult.
the uh, New Age movement, Alexander, uh, 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 what was his name, uh, who wrote the Satanic Bible. Um, I just saw his name. Uh, he came in, LeVay. I forgot his first name. Uh, LeVay, Anton LeVay. He comes in, writes a Satanic Bible in San Francisco, 1966. Why do you think San Francisco is so cursed? Because it's a center of the occult. It's a center of deep witchcraft. Oakland. You had the New Age movement. You had the Beatles getting involved with Eastern mysticism, with the Hare Krishnas, with all of, all of the stuff that they brought in. In culture, we were bombarded with knowledge of that other world. A great rise in witches, warlocks, Satanism. So you had the move of the Holy Spirit, and you also had the move of Satan side by side. And whenever God is planning to do something, there will always be a counter to it. And sometimes before God even begins to do something, the countermeasures of the kingdom of darkness are already being set in place. So that once the move of God begins to take hold, there is the apparatus to destroy it before it can mature or begin to mature or grow. We are at war. We are at war in the invisible world, but Satan is using not the invisible world only, he is using the societies. He's always used the societies through time to fight against and destroy God's people. It happened in the early church age. Once the churches began to move into Turkey, the persecution that began uh, right after uh, the children, the, Jew, the Jewish Christians and the spread of the gospel outside of Israel, God had warned, Christ warned the disciples there would come a time when the temple would be destroyed. And the Christian, the Hebrew children that were Christians, they were not there. They had scattered out of that region. And the Jewish people that were still there remained when Titus came in and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. Uh, I, they say up to millions were killed. A million? I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't imagine a million people living in that area back then, but that's what I've read. But most of the Jewish believers had gone to Africa, had gone to India, had gone to the Far East. They had separated. They had scattered up into central, uh, up into central Asia. Asia. They had scattered everywhere. So when Titus came in, they were no. They were not victims of that massacre. Well, just a few more minutes, and we're done for today. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. 
I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. It's beginning to look a lot. Hey, friends. Freddie Freeman here. You're wondering what to get that special someone for Christmas, and they're a prepper. Wonder no longer. 1360KHNC.com has you covered. Just click on the Patriot Supply button and find that perfect gift for that special someone today. With plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, My Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360KHNC.com. Hi, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We are Northern Colorado's largest parts and service store, and we would love to help you with any of your computer needs that you might have. We are offering our KHNC listeners a 20% discount on everything in our store for the month of December. You can reach us at PCsandparts.com or call us at 970-203-0696. Again, that's PCsandparts.com or 970-203-0696. We're finished for today. Podcast will be on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section for the Olive Tree Ministry. And then if you want to, also, there are the uh, programs for the present truth during the week. In the 60s and 70s, you had a great move of the Holy Spirit upon the young people of this country, Jewish and Gentile. And then what happened is, Something uh, disastrous began. There's the verse that says that if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into the fecal canal. If the blind lead the blind. And at that point, we had been infiltrated. The, uh, the young churches had been infiltrated by the occult, by witches, by pastors who were Satanists masquerading as true Christian pastors. The uh, blind began to lead the blind, and not only the devil worshipers, but also the men that were not 
called to be to be responsible over the souls of men, they came in. These were the blind. And they led the blind. And that was the beginning of the beginning of a great momentum to bring apostasy into the churches starting in the mid-70s all the way into the 80s, the 90s, the turn of this century to the present. And the blind have been leading the blind in this country. Many that have been in positions of authority were either Satanists or they were not called by God. It was a business. It was uh, everything but a calling. It was selfish, selfishness, whatever you may call it. Then the doctrines, errant doctrines, errant theology, errant eschatology, it took place and it all took root. Now we have the great apostasy, which began right after the election of Jimmy Carter. You can't, you cannot uh, mock God. You mock Him. Much of Christianity that we thought was Christianity was nothing more than just a facade. It had no power. It still has no power. But God is changing that through a group of faithful individuals that are faithful to Him. Now, I'm done for today. Contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. If you want to support me financially, I appreciate it. If you want to, for sure, support me through prayer, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your prayers. Thank you. I do need prayer for many, many reasons. Vision, because I don't want to deceive you. If I don't have proper division, then I am nothing other than a blind man leading the blind and we're going to end up in a disastrous situation. Well, I pray and ask the Lord to direct me, to give me direction, to show me uh, what it is that is important to Him. And what's important to Him is that you will learn to pray for yourselves. Lord Jesus, help this audience learn how to pray effective prayers for themselves so they can, Lord, be protected, that you will assist them in all that they need assistance with, Lord. Bless this audience. Teach them to pray mighty, mighty prayers in the Holy Spirit. God bless you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals, all their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 